war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Afternoon. It is uh, 12.06. It just hurt, folks. What we are in for. It's not your imagination. Seemingly first heat wave of the summer. Could be worse. Could be much worse. You know, as much as everyone talks about climate change, global warming, I don't know about you. It would be absolutely fine with me if we had this type of, it's a little hot today. But by and large, you know, everyone talks about they miss the four seasons. I think the... um, it is the John DePietro Show at 12.07 on this Tuesday, July 19th, right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon and hello to everyone tuning in, part of our live simulcast that we do on uh, our Facebook page, John DePietro Show. Find me on Facebook and boom, there you are. You're live. You can, do you appreciate the fine work we do on the show? You can send stars. You can subscribe to the channel that a lot of people do. Very, very affordable. You help provide great original content. In this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know, they're having a great season. <coughs> I am not surprised. Stop in annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging impatience, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, Tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom mulch are available, pickup and delivery. Folks, they're a full-scale nursery, Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Mulch, dark piney, black hemlock, crushed stone, everything you need to make your home, business, property, a showstopper. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. It's Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron. Folks, they work hard. It's great service. Wherever you can hear my voice, especially, it's obviously easier for those that maybe live. You know, you live in Warwick, Coventry, Cranston, North Kingstown, all points south. Then it's a quick ride. But they get people that ride in from Massachusetts, Connecticut, all over Rhode Island. They're worth the ride. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Family-run business. Service is great. Debbie, Steve, Jr., Byron, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, good afternoon. (coughs) Everyone is uh, buzzing about the website. I was going to say, I think the most depressing thing about this weather, granted, it's a little bit warm today. And the next two days, all right, so we're going to catch a little bit of a hot week. I still take it any time over the cold. Um, right now, he's just heard the forecast, those listing. All right, so it feels just like about 90 degrees. And it is going to be into the 90s later this afternoon. And it looks like um, tomorrow is another hot day. And Thursday, Friday, you know, this has turned out, Friday, Saturday looks spectacular. Great sunshine. So those on vacation did find a good week. But my point is, I, all right. The weather prior to this, I mean, I don't know, raise your hand if you're like me. I would take this weather year-round all the time. My goodness. Or at least, you know, all right, someone says you got to have it a little chilly for the holidays. All right, I suppose. Maybe a little bit of rain in January. I know there are states that have this type of weather. Um, People that live, you know, a place that does is like a North Carolina, South Carolina, um, it's not as hot as Florida. It's not as um, humid as Florida. The Carolinas are growing in popularity. But this type of weather, it's just so enjoyable. And we just have to enjoy it. We have to enjoy it because the season ends up being short. And then, you know, you get that. I've, I've always found Labor Day depressing, like many of you. In the back to school. All right, granted, football starts up, but um, the weather is is just ideal, and so that's why I think if if um, if climate change, if 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 it was getting colder, I think there'd be people more upset than the fact it's getting warmer. I think there'd be more call to action. Um, that's just my thought. If if we found like. It's 
30 degrees in June and July, then people are like, hey, wait a minute, <clears throat> we need to do something about climate change. But I think that's one of the reasons why people just don't take it as serious because it's to everyone, for the most part, it's almost like across the board, like, sounds good to me. You know, you think of just the difference of five degrees sometimes, right? The difference of if it's 30 degrees and snowing or 35 degrees and rain, always take the 35 degrees and rain. And then, you know, let alone uh, if it dips out. Well, anyway, I could keep going on and on. Folks, I want you to check out the website to Petro.com. Um, especially, you know, we were there yesterday. I don't know. We don't have all the details yet. Situation with the murder. But check out the website to Petro.com. <coughs> murder in Exeter. We have stories on Governor McKee and the FBI. The new commercial with his mother is really not helping things. Um, I'm not going to poke fun at the mother of the governor. But um, <coughs> look at a little like Mar Barker there with sunglasses for crying out loud. I mean, how bad is this FBI probe that even the mother's wearing sunglasses inside, for crying out loud? <clears throat> I'm going to play the commercial in just a moment, but check out the website, petro.com brought to you by Home Again Consignment. You know, everyone's buzzing about this store. They're open Tuesday through Saturday. John does such a great job. Located Governor Francis Shopping Center. Fine furniture, art, antiques. Glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or they'll do it on consignment, and they will also do estate sales. Now you can find them on Facebook, pop in and see John, home again consignment. As I said, some people pop in every week, some people pop by once a month. Pop in, tell John you're a fan of the show. He is uh, terrific, but the quality, quality merchandise, home again consignment, Governor Francis Shopping Center. So I'm going to play uh, the Governor McKee commercial. You know, I, I, I don't know how effective it's going to be. I was um, having a conversation with someone last night, and um, all this business about, uh, you know, the, the, this whole thing of the going up on television. Um, I, I just don't think people are watching a lot of television right now. And as a matter of fact, I know you're not. Um, you know, more people. First of all, why aren't people watching a lot of television? Television. There's, there's not a lot on. I don't think there's a lot on. I think it's, um, I, I have found that uh, more people seem to enjoy One After Dark live, unscripted, different every night, takes you to where, I mean, I have found more people would rather watch that than anything that is on any of the locals. And as much as there are some local shows, not really a lot of them anymore, but when you look at the numbers that we do with Facebook Watch and One After Dark, that the numbers are higher than a lot of the, the shows that are on TV. More people watch our Facebook lives than watch like The Deadly Experiment on public television. Uh, or certainly that would watch like Park Boy whenever he had his program when he was defending the uh, naked fat coach so but so that therefore just to finish the point so this business that governor mckee is going up on television um you know with his his mother somehow and and i get it he feels he's inoculated see part of this is governor mckee is trying to say hey you can't knock me my 94 year old mother's in the commercial wearing sunglasses inside the kitchen, you know, as he's, you know, potentially cheating at her at cards because she's older, can't see that well, plus she's got dark sunglasses on. But that was my, I had a friend of mine who was like, wow, how bad is this FBI probe that they're wearing sunglasses inside the house? Like, are the, are the feds doing surveillance on Mar Barker McKee? So um, I'm going to play the commercial. Now, listen, I, I fully get the governor feels we're going to come out with a commercial, and because my 94-year-old mother's in the commercial, no one cannot going to make fun of it because no one would do that to my mother. Well, you know, guess again, Harry. Um, and the things that he rattles off 
<clears throat> is anyone in Rhode Island really voting on, uh, he says, gun safety? Whatever he says, gun safety rights? Um, I, I, don't, I don't even know what, what he's talking about. <clears throat> if anything, the people that are going to be motivated to vote in the election are going to be the, the Second Amendment community. And the fact that, you know, um, Rhode Island, we, we haven't had any mass shootings. We have very restrictive gun laws. We have red flag, red flag laws. I'm seeing right now, A.G. Narona issues guidance on concealed carry permits in Rhode Island, stating Rhode Island's framework is constitutional, unimpacted by the Supreme Court's decision that struck down a New York law limiting guns in public. All right, so... Um, I just, I don't think, the only people that seemingly have a lot of problems with the gun laws in, in Rhode Island that I've heard are either the progressives that want to remove all guns or um, the, the Second Amendment people that feel that, you know, they're enacting things like the magazines and things like that, limits capacity. They're the people that are motivated to go vote. You know, um, if you heard last hour, and again, I want to thank Peter Navarro, who's just terrific. Um, you know, I got an email from someone. Boy, you guys sound pretty cool. We are. I, I like Peter a lot. Um, I'm not going to get into, um, he. you know, he mentioned Newport. And I know people have, it was in reported that I was spotted uh, having a drink and a, sharing a meal with him in Newport. I, I'm not even going to get into any of that that stuff. Peter is, um, he's a brilliant guy. He was treated very unfairly. Has very heavy-handed tactics. But this business that you, you can't ignore what happens when um, you have, on, they're on the verge of a mass shooting and then just a bystander not a member of law enforcement who happens to be armed takes out the gunman. So, you know, if, if anything, that absolutely plays into the narrative of the, the, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is, is a good guy with a gun. And I, I think that that is like a perfect example of it. I also want to I want to push back just a little bit on this notion that um and and listen we um uh, we can have different agreements uh disagreements I should say with some of the people that I have on but um how about the fact 22 year old there he is Elijah Dickin the hero took down the mass shooter the Indiana Mall he was legally carrying under the Indiana constitutional carry law 22 years old. Look at that. You know, but I, I want to, um, well, I'll play. There's a piece on it. Good Morning America has, has a piece. Let me, let me just play this. Uh, police applaud the armed citizen. Listen, listen to this. No doubt that good Samaritan who stepped in saved lives. They say he was able to stop the shooter in less than two minutes. This morning, as Greenwood, Indiana authorities hunt for answers in that deadly mall shooting, investigators crediting a bystander, 22-year-old Elijah Dickin, who was legally armed with stepping in and stopping the suspected shooter before more were killed. How quickly does that bystander hero step in? Within two minutes. The first shot was fired uh, at, I believe, uh, 5.55. Uh, I believe the suspect was neutralized at 5.57. The terrifying moments of chaos and confusion unfolding Sunday evening. I heard like 30 gunshots and I just saw people running towards the store. Killed in the shooting near the mall food court, 56-year-old Pedro Pineda, his 37-year-old wife, Rosa Rivera de Pineda, who were having dinner, and 30-year-old Victor Gomez. Two others injured, including 12-year-old Bella Dick. Authorities identifying the suspected gunman as Jonathan Sapperman. Investigators say he entered the mall about 4.54 p.m. Sunday with two rifles and a pistol and more than 100 rounds of ammunition and went straight to the bathroom where he stayed for about an hour. He comes out, the very first person that he sees walking into the restroom, he fires on him, shoots, 
then turns the gun uh, to the food court and starts uh, firing into the into the food court. The Good Samaritan hearing the gunshots, jumping into action, killing the suspect. He was uh, an excellent shot. Investigators combing through the suspect's home, finding his laptop and a can of butane in his oven, which was turned on to high. The suspect, investigators say, had had a few minor run-ins with police. They describe him as a runaway. And over the past two years, family and friends tell police he'd been practicing at a nearby gun range. This morning, Elijah Dickin being heralded a hero. Dickin's attorney telling ABC News in a statement he is a true American hero who saved countless lives during a horrific event that could have been so much worse if not for Eli's courage, preparedness, and willingness to protect others. Investigators say the suspect recently received an eviction notice and recently quit his job at a warehouse. An exact motive remains under investigation. Michael? All right, thank you so much. You know, many times there are not. Um, that's report. You know, you, you won't hear Governor McKee or any of his advocates um, hail someone like that as a hero. I, I think it also, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1222. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Tuesday. It is July 19th, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You wonder if they should start to have, uh, they just go through security at the mall. But the problem is at the mall, I think there's so many, <coughs> there's so many different doors you could go in. Just think of Warwick Mall, or Midland Mall or Providence Place Mall. There's so many different entrances. It's not like there's there's one way in, one way out. So therefore, how do you stop something like that? Now they won't highlight someone like that. But but look at that. Now but the thing is, I want to just push back on. For I'm going to play the Governor McKee commercial with his mother with the sunglasses on, where they've decided it's cute to have very strong Rhode Island accents or whatever the accent is. But the business that the police in Texas standing in the hallway should have done something. Um, I, I, I just, that, that's not how, they're a paramilitary op organization. They, they function following orders. And when you have a situation like that, that the person who is at fault is the person in command. I, I don't agree with, people, we can disagree. I've heard other people say the police should have just, because that's what they ended up doing. They ended up ignoring and just barging in. <clears throat> but it puts the police in a very difficult situation because you are trained to follow orders. Things, things have to work. You can't have people just going rogue, right? If, if the police are all in a situation, let's just say... You know, last week in North Providence, that armed standoff. What if one of those cops said, the hell with it, I'm just going in through the back. You, 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 can't, you can't have a situation like that. It's, it's a paramilitary operation. Um, they, they, you know, as Jack Nicholson said in A Few Good Men, men follow orders or people die. It's that simple. You have to have everyone on the same page. The, the person who is responsible, what happened in Texas, was the person running the show. Clearly in over his head, panicked, was not prepared, and that was the end result. Policing is important business. <clears throat> so I recognize then some of the officers ignored what was going on, and then they did go in. But in most situations, you can't have, I don't believe... A situation where, as we like to say, police just go rogue and decide to go in. All right, I want to play. This is the Governor McKee um, commercial. They, what, what do I think of it? Um, you know, it's different. I guess it's um, <coughs> it's it's kind of I don't know. Is cute the right word? It's um, it, it's 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 clever. I'll say that. He must must be feeling must be feeling that I, I would think that this is a way to um, in order to <clears throat> get maybe some of the elderly vote or parents uh, 
adults that are taking care of their parents. By the way, they, they now have, there's the guy in court that robbed, I'm just looking at, that, um, that robbed the Cadillac Lounge. John Tay Good accused of robbing the Gentleman's Club. Boy, he really was uh, <clears throat> covered. You wouldn't know with what he had on. When when I um, when when I saw photos of him before I play the, huh? He had a full, you know. Those that are watching, boy, look at that. Huh? I thought he was white. So he had a full face covering. That's what he looked like on the surveillance photo. And then I want to show you what he looks like. Um, he was just in court. Huh. Wow, that's an effective disguise. Person of color. John T. Good. <clears throat> huh. Wow, very effective disguise, as a matter of fact. I'm thrown by it. As I was about to play the McKee commercial. I don't know what to be. I'm going to get to this man charged with murdering the woman in Exeter. That is a bizarre story. So there he is, the guy in court, 25 grand, $22,001 bills. Uh, Walked and put a gun to his head, full head mask. Huh. Well, he, he knows one of the dancers. Definitely. So that was somebody gave him inside information. Maybe he'll give up the dancer. Well, see who doesn't show up. Either yes, last night or today. Although they tend to be pretty unreliable. Um, boy, that is a full head mask. I'm impressed. Wow. Boy, they move quick on that, too. 30-year-old Jonte Good. First-degree robbery. Robbed at gunpoint. 245, he stole 3500 out of his hands, then opened the safe, $22,001 bills. Hmm. That is quite the head mask. All right, before I play the um, McKee commercial, I want to remind you. Excuse me, folks. Oh, my goodness. Um, I want to remind you about Propane Plus. If you use propane, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. In Rhode Island, call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. They're going to serve you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, All customers receive a free safety inspection um, called Propane Plus today. And they also have a very user-friendly website, propaneplus.com. Just type in your zip code. In Massachusetts, call Propane Plus, 508-252-3359. They're located in Rehoboth. In Rhode Island, call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Folks, check out the website, depetro.com, which is brought by Brood Awakenings. Three great locations. We were at the one on Bald Hill Road in Warwick last week. You also have the Brood Awakenings, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, right at uh, Route 37. And then also the Johnson location at Cherry Hill. Brood Awakenings, delicious food. It is delicious, fresh ingredients. And most importantly, a great atmosphere to relax, meet with people, have a cup of coffee. A lot of people use it as their kind of like office, so to speak. Uh, Fresh ingredients, cozy environment, brood awakenings, discover the brood difference. All right, let me play, and I'm not trying to mock the um, Governor McKee's having a rough week. First of all, Channel 12 breaks the story in the FBI probe. That's number one. Um, Then number two, uh, Michael Sabatoni of the laborers was pulled over a DUI. And he's in some McKee commercials. I also want to mention, I know that um, Pork Boy was trying to run a narrative that uh, this whole FBI probe 
of the so-called ILO group. That boy, that is nothing to do with Governor McKee. That what? No, excuse me. The whole investigation is how the contract came about and the signing of the contract. If Governor McKee didn't sign off on the contract, there's no contract. So uh, I think it's an embarrassment and a disgrace that down the dial, they they leave someone on that has a gentleman's agreement with Governor McKee that he's going to get some kind of a state job if McKee wins the primary and then is elected governor. And there certainly seems to be conventional wisdom. Whoever wins the um, primary will be the governor. But to try to portray this as there's no there there, uh, you know, Pork Boy, this is the same person that said that Buddy Sancy would never be indicted. And then you had people like him specifically saying, but it'll never go to trial. Okay, if it goes to trial, he'll never be found guilty. If he's found guilty, it'll never stick and he'll never go to jail. I mean, all they keep doing is moving the goalpost. All they keep doing is moving the line in the sand. So this is the same individual. And and it's also, I think, it's, it's very telling into the insight that Governor McKee, who I, I didn't know much about. I heard a lot of positive things about him from the business community when he was lieutenant governor. I know he was trying to do something with charter schools when he was mayor of Cumberland. Um, he definitely, he has a slippery way about him, to put it mildly. You know, with the $3,000 bonuses to the state workers, first it was for, for them to get vaccinated, then became retention bonuses. He is, for lack of a better expression, he's just a little slippery. It also goes back to that, you know, all right, so he got to take a free trip to Taiwan, a bunch of people went with him. But then he had to go back for more. He had to go for the second trip, which was totally unnecessary. So he definitely has, you know, at first blush, you would think, seems kind of, you know, he was a mayor and straight-laced guy. But he definitely has a slippery edge to him. Um, the contract's a good example. The way the bonuses have come out is a good example. How he chose Matos to be lieutenant governor is a good example. And the fact that, you know, he's good buddies with Pork Boy down, down the dial, but how come he never appears on the program? You know, part of it is he would argue he doesn't have to. But the fact that they let him on, and I get it, low rated, no. No one wants to listen, blah, 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 big blowhard. Um, the, the fact that two of them think they're so slick, like, I'll tell you what, I'll run interference for you, run cover for you, and that'll be our agreement. And then, you know, as long as when you, if you, when you get elected, you then hire me for a full-time state job at blah, 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 doing whatever. So... You know, that that's really unethical. And the fact that they allow it, I think at this point, the fact they allow it says more about the management there than about him. But to try to say that the FBI probe is really not about McKee and it's really about the ILO group, I mean, that's just complete misinformation. And if if that was the case, if there was nothing to hide, and if the governor uh, was not the target of the probe, then how come his staff is saying that they won't respond or answer questions on whether or not he's been subpoenaed or if he's been you know, asked to come to a grand jury or if he's been questioned by the FBI? Why not? Uh, because it's not a matter of that. Right. We're already learning that there's more to this than we first thought. All right. This is Governor McKee for governor. The name of the commercial. They think it's funny. Um, I I don't know if there are independent and Democrat voters that see this and say, I'll vote for him. Maybe he feels this helps him with the elderly vote. Uh, I fully also get that basically by putting his I think she's 94, 94 year old mother in the commercial. He feels he's inoculated against any type of criticism. So let me play it. 
Um, it's a different approach. You know, the governor's not young. He's 70. He's got grown children, right? There's a lot of different things he could have gone with this. Maybe they, well, they can't use the Sabatoni spot because he got busted for DUI and potentially drugs in his system, by the way. But this is um, the first uh, McKee commercial. I think it's like, you know, they're sitting at the kitchen table playing cards. And she moved in with him, I guess, during the pandemic. I guess that could be relatable. Maybe they're finding a lot of people went into that. That's, that's it. I'll give them this. It's an interesting angle to go after. We're going to try to get older people and people that had their parents come and live with them during the pandemic. Ever since mom moved back in, we play cards. I even want to win sometimes. Mom always said it doesn't matter what cards you get, it's how you play your hand. We got dealt a pandemic and delivered one of the nation's best economic recoveries. Pretty good. We got rid of the car tax. Finally. And we're upgrading affordable housing and passing gun safety laws that keep our families safe. Not bad for a year and a half. Not bad for a governor that lives with his mother. And then they think it's hilarious. Mother. Strong accent. Uh, um, you know, listen to, that is the Governor McKee commercial. I want to come back to, I, I just don't know. I'll be surprised if I see that on television. I would imagine they're going to run it in the, in the news. But not everyone watches local news anymore. People are not watching primetime television anymore. I'll be anxious to see where they place that. <clears throat> um... I'm anxious to see if I see it. I have seen the tail end of the Helena folks has a commercial. I think I saw it meet the press or one of the news shows. Ashley Kalis has that boxing commercial. I would see it during the NBA finals. I Maybe I saw Helena folks commercial then, but not enough that it's like having an impression on me, so to speak. I, I fully realize, folks, also, I am not the target audience here. There's a certain group, it's the undecideds that they're trying to lock onto. Um, but again, God bless me, to come back to look at the themes they're hitting on. They think the most important themes for Democrat primary voters who are undecided are affordable housing and gun safety. And someone that takes care of his mother, and there they are playing cards. It's not bad. It's not terrible. Um, and I, I want to see how that's going to hold up because at some point next month, the gloves are going to have to start to come out and the gloves are going to have to start to come off and you're going to start to see some negative commercials have to. So now McKee latest one to jump on television. He is now up on TV with his mother. Now, the, the other thing they do is to watch. I think I could be wrong. I think they'll bring the mother in and have her, like, go with them to the debates. She starts to become, you know, it's kind of a, um, a I don't I want to be really care, uh, careful here. I, I'm not trying to in any way um, knock. All right, so he wants to use his mother in the commercial, but... You know, when they do that, they, they're, like I said, you know, now he becomes, oh, everyone keeps asking about my mom. My mom's a celebrity now. Um, that's kind of the nature of it. Gina Raimondo did that with her daughter in 2018. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't, we'll see if it's effective. I mean, if, if in fact there's going to be a, a debate, I'm still not convinced there's going to excuse me, that there's going to be a debate. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1240 is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnson, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, also 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. So the next time, if you, there's an emergency, family member, whatever, you're in a situation, someone needs to go to the emergency room. Instead, think of AtMed Urgent Care, comprehensive outpatient health care, Individuals and families, they specialize in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment center, and they handle everything. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries. Uh, they also do phys physical exams and 
whether people like it or not, COVID is definitely on the rise. It is. And if you have COVID at Atmed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions and they'll zap it. You can pop it and see them at Med, A-T-M-E-D, at Med Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, online at MedUrgentCare.net. Folks, as always, good afternoon. It's 1241. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Look at the difference between State Senator Tierra Mack, who's now selling T-shirts with her, you know, naked behind upside down twerking where she's telling voters to perform a sex act on her and Governor McKee has his mother in the commercial. I don't know what to make about the sunglasses. Maybe the lights were bright. I don't know what to uh, make of that. Um, I mean, I've had relatives that were that age. Uh, I'm just trying to think when my mom was 90, would, when I would go and see her, would she have sung? Maybe because of the, the camera lights were bright. They were using bright lights. I'm thinking of it. Lights with the um, with the commercial that they were doing. Maybe the lights were bright. Because otherwise, that is a little. Why, why is she wearing sunglasses inside? I, I don't know if it's going to move the needle. Um, is that going to help him <clears throat> with. Independent Democrat voters. I, I don't know about that. Now, folks, also right now at 1242. So President Biden is coming to the area tomorrow. He's actually going to be in Somerset. So the president's going to land at TF Green and then make his way. It's going to be really hot at uh, Somerset. Um, I don't know. The local media, they were all excited about this Biden visit. The, um, you know, he, he is running the country into the ground. He's run the economy into the ground. Um, they, they were all excited about it locally, but I, I am not, you know, he's not doing anything <coughs> to make things better or help the country. He's just not. Uh, no Secretary Raimondo at tomorrow's event in Somerset. Um, let's see. So Ramundo's not going to fly back with him. I, he's going to be in Mass. So I would think it's more of a Massachusetts thing. I guess the, I guess the Rhode Island people all try to piggyback on that. I would imagine the. I'd be curious to see if Governor McKee goes to the uh, TF Green tomorrow to greet the president. I would imagine. <coughs> um, I just, I don't know right now how that helps you um, in any way by, but, you know, it's tough because folks locally, you don't hear any criticism of, you don't hear any criticism of President Biden when they're talking to the local leaders, whether it's McKee or anyone else, they don't even bring it up. They don't even bring up the fact that they have, you know, a president with such low approval ratings. It's like not even on the radar. They're very anxious to ask a Republican, what do you think about January 6th? Would you vote for President Trump again? Blah, blah, blah. Not so much, certainly not a lot of questions, if any, about the failure of the Biden presidency. Not that I've heard. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1240. Uh, five on this Tuesday is brought to a Senadale Revival. Comfort food and cocktails. Stop in and see Shane and Company, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. And don't forget, if you want to get some delicious ice cream right next door, they're right across from North Providence Town Hall. They have Stella Sweets, delicious ice cream and different treats. Senadale Revival, there's a link to it right on the website, which is petro.com I want to just play the uh, the Cadillac Lounge um, story. Now I, I've also kind of joked about it a little bit with the the element of um, uh, that that was at one time it was really a lot of local wise guys controlled it. Um, I think there's still some element of 
maybe some element of that. But here's the thing. You you don't mind the protection because back when the, it really was, I think it was the Cadillac Lounge that got one of the ones that got Louis Monacchio in trouble and some other people. But if you're running a club like that, that's one way that kind of keeps some of the bad guys away is if, in fact, you have some local protection. So sometimes that's that's not a bad thing because then word gets out. I want to play. Um, this is the. Uh, Channel 12 uh, story holding up a on the, um, yesterday. the Cadillac, the Cadillac Lounge. Lounge. Edamonde tells 12 News he was preparing to open the club when the suspect walked in and pointed a gun at his head. The man got away with more than $25,000 cash, including $22,000 all in $1 bills. Police have charged 30-year-old Jontae Good with armed robbery, saying that he covered his head with a mask to disguise himself. This morning in court, a judge ordered him to be held without bail. You know, no one will mention, I'll mention it, the mask was white and he is a black man. So the mask is white, he is a black man. Now, Michael Sabatoni, Governor McKee was using him in videos, right? The big labor king, powerful labor leader, driving under the influence. Now, they were, the journal says they're testing him for drugs and alcohol. So listen to this commercial uh, story about Weekend him. on DUI charges. Rhode Island State Police tell 12 News Michael Sabatoni was pulled over on Route 6 in Johnston just after midnight on Sunday. He refused a chemical test and was charged with DUI and given a citation for speeding. Sabatoni is the president of the Rhode Island Building and Construction Trades Council. So far, neither Sabatoni nor the Trades Council has commented on his arrest. Mm. Nothing to say about yeah. that. Isn't that interesting? He normally is not short on words, folks. He is the one that is then brought in, um, and it's preposterous. They'll have him on stage when they make the announcement. A private company is saying that, you know, that they want to um, expand, and then there he is, which means, well, you have to cut in him and the unions to build it, or otherwise you can't build it. So, but I, I didn't know, I don't know what to make of um of that story, as a matter of fact. But it is interesting that he is now, um, I think it's it's interesting that, <clears throat> that McKee was using him in commercials. And Governor McKee's people were saying, oh, it's, it has nothing to do with the, the campaign, the fact that the person they were using was in fact Caught a DUI over the weekend. I you you don't get to make that determination. No, that 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 is everything to do with it. And the fact if they continue to use him in the commercial, you know, Governor McKee, there has been folks at twelve forty nine. There's definitely an epidemic of drunk driving going on in the state. And he, um, Governor McKee, does nothing about it. And I wish someone would go after it. I wish some politician would carve that out and point out the fact that there is basically what you could say is a, just an epidemic of drunk driving going on in the state. And no one does anything. So, all right, so locally, big story, President Biden is going to come. I don't know. He's going to come to Somerset. It's not like he's coming to Providence. It's not like he's coming to anywhere inside West Salida, Winsocket. And I'm not sure who would even be excited by that. <clears throat> if they announce that Biden is coming in and holding a rally, I, I don't even think that they, you know, what kind of crowd would he get? I'm shocked they're putting him back on the road since just the fact that he's, you know, he, the, the, the campaign, his administration is absolutely getting just wrecked right now. It's going nowhere. He's not getting anything passed. Um, and why is he coming to a blue state like Massachusetts? I, that is um, beyond me. I mean, it sure sounds like it has all the makings of just a complete wasted trip. Right? Like, how is that not a wasted trip? It seems like it's a completely wasted trip. Folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 1250 and it is warm out. All right. So we're going to have a couple of hot days, but 
people will deal. The weather is good, better than the alternative, which would be uh, having a week of rain. It's interesting, though, as we were talking about last hour, boy, it is really hot. UK's hottest day. Wildfires in London. Climate is crazy. Um, Hottest day. UK breaks record highest temperature. Europe sizzles. Britain shattered its record highest temperature ever today. Typical temperate, and it was just about uh, usually hot, dry weather. Wildfires from Portugal to the Balkans. Hundreds of heat-related deaths. So today, they had a reading of 104.5 degrees in eastern England, breaking the record set just hours earlier. Before, the highest temperature ever recorded was 101 in 2019. By later afternoon, 29 places in the UK had broken the record. And that's a lot to break the record by. I think of like the guy that does the hot dog eating contest. He normally would break his own record just by like two or three. So, you know, I don't know what to make of that, of just how um, how hot it is. Let me also just see um, this. Let's see. The Dems boost the nationalists. Now he's got shot at winning. Mastrano is deleting videos from Facebook. Kamala meets with donors. Watch that one. Um, My goodness. Far-right activists threaten Ben Shapiro. You've spun your last dreidel. Armed far-right activists in video. Groper movement activists. Aidan Duncan. Terrible. He's one of the Gropers. Aidan Duncan. Um... I've seen these guys. He's in with the, um, who, who's the, um, the kid that went to BU? He's totally nuts. I forget who it is. <clears throat> oh, there he is. With, um, what's his name? <laughs> they're just, they're whacked. What's his name? Who's the guy? I see him. He's a little, they're, they're all really short guys. They're all very odd. I don't know what to me. I mean, they couldn't punch the way out of a paper bag. But, you know, if you have a weapon, he's firing a gun. Aiden Duncan. Why would you do that? Who's the uh, Nick, Nick um, Blanken on his name? Nick uh, Fuentes, right? Nick Fuentes. Um. Uh, I, I'm sorry, folks. At 12:54, I don't, I, I, I don't get that. I don't get that whole crew. Um, he, he's really odd. I think uh, a couple of years ago there was someone coming in to do a book signing in Boston and asked if I would like stick up for him in some way. And um, yeah, Nick Fuentes. Um, I I don't know if they were even far right. It's just, uh, oh, wow. Aiden Duncan, follower of white supremacist Dick Fuentes, films himself shooting at a Nevada gun range. That, that, That is bizarre to then be going after Ben Shapiro in that way. Um, but that they're, they're odd. Going in the Alex Stein show. Holy cow. <laughs> They're whacked. I'll give them that. The the Delaware GOP candidate for the US Senate was hanging out with him in Las Vegas. <clears throat> Boy, they travel around though. I'll give them that. You know, that was bad when um I thought it was a poor move. When um Marjorie Taylor Greene then even posed. She went and spoke at an event he was having. All right, then we have this. Charlie Kirk, college dropout. Candace Owens dropped out of URI. Madison Cawthorn, college dropout. Nick Fuentes, he dropped out of BU. Mike Lindell, college dropout. Lauren Bobart, high school dropout. (laughs) These guys get a lot of attention, though. 
They plan a rally on a Miami yacht. <laughs> All right. Now, admittedly, I think they're harmless because they, they're maybe 90 pounds soaking wet. But there's nothing amusing about many of the things that they state. Folks, right now at 1256, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. By the way, we will be doing Facebook Live later. One After Dark returns tonight. Um, just trying to figure out on what story and what would make sense with the heat and update you on some of the latest stories. The so next hour, more on um, Nelly Gobea held a press briefing. We're going to play some of that. The latest on the um, elections. And things are already tight, actually, between President Trump and also um, Governor DeSantis in this imaginary potential matchup that could be you know, um, taking shape. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them today. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience, specialized in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free estimate at 401 732 1730. 401 732 1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Letter J. J. Perry Paving has your back. Affordable. Smooth and safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry and its paving. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 1258, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. So, uh, next hour, they do have an arrest in the um, Exeter murder from yesterday. Very bizarre. I was out there yesterday afternoon. If you haven't seen it, you can see some of the video uh, on the website. It was actually a little bit of a challenge with the weather, but we were able to pull it off. And also, there has been an arrest, and the person was in court. That was a full mask that that guy had on. The surveillance video... He, he looks like an older white man, and instead he's a 30-year-old black man. Um, very, very odd. But they arrested him in the Cadillac Lounge. Arm robbery, by the way. Arm robbery at the Cadillac Lounge. All right, right now it's 1259. So coming up, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. President Biden is coming to the area tomorrow. He's going to be in Somerset. He is landing at TF Green. So uh, anxious to see who shows up at the airport to greet the president. And then uh, he's going to be touring something in Somerset tomorrow. I really don't care. But we have a full hour to go. Remember, next hour is radio only. You can listen to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. And then you can also listen at the website, petro.com. It's John DePetro. The power hour is next. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news. W-M-O.